Summit here with Allie Alvarigo, SchoolOwnerTalk.com. Allie, good to be with you again. Yeah, absolutely, Dwayne. It's awesome to be here. I'm, I actually am surprised I even have the energy to do it because, as you know, I, I hosted two tournaments, a grappling event uh, this past weekend, Saturday, and then also an open tournament on uh, Sunday. So I'm, I'm barely, I barely have a voice. I'm tired. And today, by the way, is the 25th, November 9th is when I, I opened my school 25 years ago. So today is my 25-year anniversary of my school. Oh, awesome. Well, happy 25th anniversary. No, crazy, right? I can't believe it. And and I wrote this post on Facebook. I, you know, just kind of reminiscing about, you know, um, you know, when I started and how it all happened and, you know, the thousands of people that have crossed through my door and all the kids that I've seen that have grown up. I mean, I have, I have some kids that started me at three. They're lawyers. One's an emergency room surgeon and, um, you know, another one, the commercial airplane pilot. Another one's flying Black Hawk helicopters. Um, crazy stuff, and you know to see these kids, and they they still stay in touch with me, and they're happy that they did the martial arts, and you know it's just really cool. And, and coincidentally, one of my students moved to Florida. He's a, pol- a retired police officer now, but he started with me as a teenager. So he's a retired police officer, and started as a teenager, and um, now he's in Florida, and he sent me pictures on Facebook of uh, the first passbook, you know, that we used to give out when he first joined our school, and his fly uh, a flyer that he got when he first saw our school and joined so it's kind of cool but yeah it's it's really it was wild so anyway we're here today and now monday's starting and we're back into uh, the flow of things and year 26 for you so we're moving into year 26 for you (laughs) yeah exactly i'm I'm, i wonder you know i wonder if the people out there you know ever you know i don't know if you did Dwayne, but i know i didn't really I did have a vision. I did I did see even one of my students who's still with me after 25 years, he says, I remember like in the first days of the dojo, you sat with us and talked about what you wanted to do. And he says, you've accomplished and achieved everything from the, your dream of having a big retreat house upstate New York to doing all these multiple locations. I, I don't even remember having that conversation, but he did. But anyway, uh, it's pretty exciting that, you know, we're still here kicking and punching and doing our thing and changing lives. So it's pretty, pretty cool. And, you know, that's why you got into it. I mean, I know originally you wanted somebody to, to beat up and, and yeah. uh, work out with, but, uh, yeah. I, but alongside of that was you, you know, you wanted to improve their lives through the martial arts and that's what we all want to do with our schools. And we've got to yeah. be careful that we don't, we, that we don't forget that why and and everything that's happening in our industry with the you know the internet to facebook to you know all the bright shiny objects that are out there yeah. it all comes back down to the why we were you know why we were in it in the first place or why we're in it now of course it might change slightly um yeah. but the core value of why you are in your business still stands and that's you know what we did with the uh, the manifesto is we were talking with school owners on the why of their business and not just uh you know hey here here's another product to to put into your business here's why you need to run your business as a business and um you yourself need to become a better business owner which makes you a better martial artist in my opinion because a lot of the philosophies coincide uh, I have not yet found a philosophy in business that uh, goes anything against what I've learned in the martial arts. 
Yeah, and you know what? The strategies of the martial arts are what most big business owners have developed their businesses on and and about. Remember the art of Sun, you know, the book of Sun Tzu, right? The art of war. Um, you know, that is probably read by some and was read by some of the most powerful business minds in the world, and it's really nothing more than military strategy or the, you know, the book of five rings by Miyamoto Musashi, right? And things like that where they're just martial arts strategies, but people take them and bring them into the boardroom and, and use them quite often. And, and so that's what we basically do. You and I try to teach this. And I say try, we are teaching, but we, you know, you can't get through to everybody. And that's one of my biggest frustrations is, you know, you give them the, the, you know, the methodology to fish, you know, that old saying, you know, you could feed a man a fish, you know, and feed him for a day, or you could teach a man to fish and feed him for a lifetime. However, there's probably another analogy somewhere in between that's, you know, or you could teach a man to fish and watch him eat for the day. You know, some people just don't want to learn how to fish. They don't want to take the time to really get good at it. And there's another side of that. Some people want to learn how to fish, but they don't want to really learn how to master fishing. You know, they want to just be able to catch a fish here and there. So we're trying to teach people to become master business owners and, and master martial arts school owners. Um, you know, head instructors of these huge organizations, right? That's that's what our thoughts are. Exactly, and it's more than um, it's more than just the basics. Although the basics is the foundation with regards to running your business. Um, you know, not knowing or understanding uh, the, the 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 why of the basics. You know, you, you can remember being a, a beginner, and your teacher just said, you know, do this, and you did it. There was no questions. I mean, you. I mean, I, I, I highly doubt you asked questions. You just did what they told you to do. But as you grew as a martial artist, you started to ask yourself questions with regards to, okay, now, why do I do this? What is the purpose of this? Um, you know, really, uh, in, in with, a, with a traditional low block, and I'm holding up my quote fingers, a traditional low block in a front stance, you know, you're never going to do that in a fight. But it's the concept and principle that's behind that. And and when you first started, you didn't ask why. You just did it. And that's when we first started our martial arts schools. We didn't ask why. We just hopped in there and did it. Um, and now as we start to grow as martial artists and then as business owners, you start asking, hopefully, you start asking the why, the why this works and why this doesn't work and why I should do this and why I shouldn't do this. And that's um, – and I think that was the important piece about the uh, the manifesto is the why um, that most people enjoyed about it. And um, it's just so important because it's not just do what I say. It is, you know, here's what we say, but here's why we say it. And right. I, I think that resonated with a lot of people, which is yeah. totally different than what they've heard up, up to this point in, in our industry. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, the people that I've spoken to have read the manifesto that they really – the thing that they enjoyed about it was um, it, it wasn't that we were going to, into some crazy new concept and, and all these new add-ons. And, and, you know, there's only so much you could do in the industry. You know, you know, people are talking about, you know, upgrade programs, you know, Black Belt Club, whatever you call it, Masters of Leadership Team. I mean, the model hasn't changed all that much in the last 20-some-odd years, right? Some people are 
now, you know, revolving curriculum was thrown in years ago and a whole bunch of other things for retention. But when you really look at the most successful schools, the ones that are out there killing it, they basically are doing the systems that they've learned and doing them really well. And, and by the way, that's probably the biggest problem I find. Like, for example, I've talked about this, you know, on other calls where when I meet a new person and start coaching them, we may talk about inventorying their school. And I have to admit, um, you know, I haven't been at my school as much as I used to be. So, you know, the numbers come through the door and, and I'm checking my checking account at the end of the month. And as long as the money is good and I'm making a lot of money, I rely on my people to make sure they're doing it all right. So every once in a while, and I'm doing it right now, doing my uh, you know fourth quarter inventory to make sure that all the memberships were sold at the prices they should have been sold, that we're sticking to our upgrade programs and hitting our numbers. And it's quite shocking, you know, when you look at the numbers and you know it's pretty simple and straightforward, you know. X amount of students at $100 equals this. X amount of students at the $150 upgrade equals that. You know, and now all of a sudden you could easily and clearly just make up your model. It's a pretty simple but fun process if you do it the right way. Uh, you know, and and that's that's what we teach. You know, the, the following the basics and knowing what you what you don't know. Absolutely, and it's funny that. Uh... Uh, that we and you, know, you you always fall back to the basics, or at least you should. It's just right. I don't know. You know, treating people how they want to be treated, um, right? Taking care of them. You know, coming from a um, basically a customer's point of view, um, right? You know, I don't always, I don't, I don't, don't subscribe to this totally. That the customer is always right, but they are right with regards to. Um, knowing what they want from your business and you obviously you if, you if you want to continue in your business to be successful you have to be able to give them um what they want within reason of course but you have to give them what they want and you actually you actually even have to exceed those expectations too so that you become remarkable and uh you know they talk about you um because yeah. you're remarkable and one thing, though, too, that you and I also are really good at is um, is 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 taking that new person in, and and you know quite often they don't know what they want, right? What their perception of what they want may be: Hey, I want my kid to learn self defense, you know, or I want him to learn how to have confidence. And quite frankly, they're not sure of our methodology on how we get that done, and they're also not sure on the layers underneath, you know, like that old picture that everyone has probably seen at one point in their lives of an iceberg where the top of it is, you know, a hundred foot tall, but the bottom going into the ocean and the water frozen is a thousand foot deep, you know, and, and that's, uh, you know, that's where the martial arts are. We are the iceberg. What the parents, what the students see is that little tip of the iceberg that's above the water. What we see as martial arts school owners, and by the way, as business owners, what you and I see, Dwayne, as coaches are below the iceberg, below the water. And that's a great analogy for everyone out there to understand is that sometimes you think you know what you know, but you find out later on that you really didn't know much, right? I, I did that my whole life in martial arts. I thought I was all that. And then I realized I wasn't. And then a few years later, I thought I was all that again. And years later, I realized I wasn't, et cetera, et cetera. And it's been going like that forever. Um, so it's really all about what people are open to. And that's what I like about the manifesto, and that's what people talk about page 12, right? I think that's our page that everyone loved where it showed 
all the pieces of what a school owner is actually doing. And everyone resonated with that because they're going like, holy crap, I didn't realize. I, I mean, I know I do all of that stuff to some extent, but I didn't realize I was doing, I was keeping that many plates in the air and, you know, spinning that many plates or juggling that many balls. And um, and the sad reality is is that even if they took half of those things and they became great at it, they'd be doing killer. Yeah, and it's the the old old myth that you can actually multitask when you you can't. Um, right. There is no multi. There's no multitasking. Uh, even a computer, uh, as fast as it is, doesn't multitask. It 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 you know. Uh, of course, the computers now are totally different when they when they first came out. But when they when you had the original computer, everybody was thinking, my gosh, it it finished these these four tasks that you know so right. quickly. That it, and that's actually where the word multitasking came from. Was it was right. it, the, it gave the illusion that it was um, doing these these tasks simultaneously when actually the computer was doing a little bit of one and then it went to the next one, did a little bit of the next one, and so it did all four of them individually, but it was doing them so fast that when it completed, right. it, they completed almost at the same time, and it looked like it was multitasking. And right, we as right. human and beings, that's, that's the ahead. interesting about the concept of multitasking, right, is that sometimes we believe we're doing three things at once, and, and I do it all the time. I might be on an email while I'm waiting for a bill company to pick up the phone as I'm doing something else, and, and I'm multitasking. But in reality, sometimes you just spread yourself too thin, and you're not really focused on one particular task. I know your philosophy is let's work on that task 100%, get it done, move on to the next one, just like what you described in a computer. It really didn't do four tasks at once. It just did four tasks at the, at the speed as it took for us to do one. So it appeared to be multitasking. So it's really conceptually, it could be quite an illusion multitasking. And may, and you know, I always teach my coaching clients focus on one thing. Stop being distracted. Some people call multitasking good. So I for some of my clients, I call them being distracted. Yeah, and there's, I mean, there is a level of ability that everybody has different than others where some people can actually focus on a couple of things at once um, and actually complete them pretty good. But had they focused on the the one thing, they would have done awesome with that one thing, and then they could have went back and did the other thing awesome as well. You know, that's exactly. one of the mistakes that, uh, you know, we as business owners, school owners particularly, but we as business owners, we get uh, sucked into and in believing that we can spin these many plates and we can multitask. And uh, that's yeah. why I know that, you know, we sat down um, and we put together uh, an actual video that we, we're going to uh, give everybody on the 20 mistakes, the top 20 mistakes that school owners make. Um, and hopefully, uh, I would love to say that when, when the school owners watch this video that, you know that they they don't make any of these mistakes but the 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 reality is that we've all made all 20 of them and probably i would say we're still making at least 10 of them <laughs> when we watch yeah and the, you know uh, what that's interesting it's a great segue because you know we we shot that video remember what i told you like i you know we shot the video you edited it and you you know you put it up on the you know the page and and i actually sat and watched it and my comment to you was like doing holy crap that video was awesome i i i watched it again even though that i was talking and you were talking and I, and we were both the originators of it i would listen to it as a as a person who wasn't 
the one who created the video even, and I was able to go like, wow, you know, sometimes you, I continue making the same mistakes that I know about, or, you know, I, I make them maybe in a smaller scale, or I fall into that trap, or, but I mean, I was, I was actually quite impressed with our own video, saying like, wow, that was just a really well done, and it had so much content in it. How long is the videos? I mean, we made a few of them, and they're, and they're pretty long, right? Well, no, that, that, that video, the 20 mistake video is, um, uh, gosh, I want to say it's about an hour and a half. So it's about 90 yeah. minutes of p- pure content, um, where we, we dive into each of those mistakes and talk about them and, you know, obviously define them, but then break them down on a couple of different levels. One is, you know, don't do this. Uh, but, uh, two is this might be how you got into this situation, how you get out of it. And, and so, I don't know. I you're right. It it is uh pretty pretty good and you know, I I don't know, maybe I'm I'm not as confident as you to, or or cocky as you to say that it was awesome, although I I guess I do think it was, but Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I, you're I, a humble guy and you like don't like you don't want to sound like you're, you're a braggart or anything, but not, I'm not. I'm not even complimenting on our performances and what we're saying. I, I really, I really. When you go back and you know, so it's interesting. I, I wrote a book, and and it has nothing to do with this. Uh, you know, I'm not trying to sell it, but I'd love for people to read it. And it was called Martial Art Business 101. It sold it sold thousands of copies around the world. And um, I, and you've written books too, Dwayne. And sometimes you go back and you read your books just for the or read parts of your books and you're like, wow, this is real. You don't even remember that you wrote it like in actual word for word detail. You remember you wrote the book, but what's in it. And then you're, I'm actually sometimes read my book and I'm like, wow, there's some really good stuff in there that maybe I forgot about that I moved on from or that I still do, but didn't realize I was missing steps one, two, and three or four, five, and six. So it's interesting when you look back on certain things and that's the, the, you know, the epiphany I had when I listened to our video, I go, and because it's not just me, it's you speaking as well. And your twists and spins on things and my spins on your things and our differences in how we do certain things. Um, I, I really thought the video was amazing and I'm excited for people to, to, to watch it and, and I hope they love it. And again, I don't know why we give so many things away for free. You and I are, you know, a lot of the stuff that people say to us is like, how do, how come you didn't sell this one? How come you didn't, you know, you're not doing anything? But we, I'm just trying and you're just trying to help people. And we really, you know, the end game is maybe they do stuff with us here and there. Um, but really it's all about, you know, sharing as much as you can freely. That's the way I believe it to be. Yeah, and that's what we've done with this video. Again, 90, 90 minutes of pure content, and uh, we go through those those 20 mistakes. And, you know, I guess the easiest way for um, listeners to find it would be to go to schoolownertalk.com, and there is a link on the uh, right-hand side of the page that they can um, uh, get access to the 20 mistake video. So, uh, again, you can go to schoolownertalk.com to get access to that. And um, also, if you hadn't listen to the manifesto or excuse me um, read the manifesto there's a link there too yeah i mean and uh and then we'll also post a whole bunch of social media links on our like we always do on our um you know uh website and the different calls that we've done up on on different social media so that people if you see it there click on it share it with a friend and uh and please do us a favor even if it's behind the scenes you know people love to post on facebook I, on negative things you know on who's the, who's the best politician or you know who who what cop is bad or what cop 
is good or what, you know, you know, all this negative jargon that's out there. I would just love for you guys, if you like something, share it with your friends and help them to realize and also uh, post and, and let everyone else know, uh, you know, what you liked about it. And also let us know what you'd like to see more of because we're willing to keep on going and sharing. Yeah, absolutely. So just to remind you that you can uh, go to schoolownertalk.com to get the 20 mistake video and then also the manifesto. Also, you can subscribe to these podcasts via iTunes right there on schoolownertalk.com. And if you have an Android device, you can do that as well. Uh, there are, I want to say, three different uh, ways that you can subscribe on the Android device. So, Allie, thanks for your time. And uh, I'm glad that uh, your voice is totally gone from this past weekend. Yeah, exactly. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Awesome, everybody. Have a great day, and uh, we look forward to hearing from you soon.